0: Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from A New Heaven and a New Earth by Charles Brody Patterson, published in 1909. Meditation is the gateway to power. Through this gateway we enter into consciousness of a new life. The highest form of meditation is a conscious oneness with the source of all life. It is not a state of mental activity, but rather a cessation of thought and an entering into a new world of feeling. The first step toward meditation is a desire to penetrate into the hidden mysteries of the Kingdom of God. This desire must not be born of mere curiosity, nor even of a search for abstract knowledge but rather because of the hope that through a true understanding of these mysteries, one can be of benefit, not alone to themselves, but in some degree to the grand body of humanity. It is through a knowledge of the inner mysteries that we shall be able to unlock all of the outer mysteries and understand the true relation of everything in the outer world. Through meditation, we enter into a world of causes. And as we penetrate more deeply into that world, we shall come into the possession of wisdom and power that shall bring us a lasting gain. There must be color and harmony within us before there can be any expression of them without. We have made the world in which we live and the world is still in the process of making. Each new octave of being not only carries with it all the past octaves of being, but discloses twice as much that is new. The octave lived and understood is the forerunner of a higher one, doubling within itself the capacity of everything that has gone before. Through meditation we establish a new octave of being, and do it Consciously knowing exactly what we are trying to bring about. Because this is so, the end is much more quickly and easily attained. We are on the eve of a great spiritual awakening. There will be more prolific discoveries in this new world than have occurred in all the years that have passed. My desire is not so much to tell about the wonders and glories of this new world, but rather the way that leads to it, and the way in which it is to be entered. Meditation is the principal means to this end, so I will try to make as clear and concise as possible the way to enter into a state of meditation. Let me first say that you should not easily grow discouraged if you fail to accomplish meditation as soon as you would like. You must keep pressing on. And through such perseverance, you will succeed in the end. There are many degrees of meditation. Each degree is dependent upon individual development. first degree may be called contemplation, in which we seem to be related to both the outer and the inner consciousness of life. Thoughts seem to float before the mind, as if separated from it we realize something of the inner feeling, of the inner harmony and joy of life. The first step, even if one is able to go on further, is a great help in establishing mental poise. When attempting to pass from a state of concentration into meditation, I suggest centering your mind on something that calls out a response from within, something that perhaps awakens within you a sense of beauty of form or color. You might sit in front of a beautiful painting, analyzing and drinking in all of its beauties, or take a bunch of beautiful flowers and allow your mind to center first upon their perfection of form and beauty of color, coming lastly to their wonder of perfume. This will help to develop beauty of thought, leading your inner senses to feel and see what you have just perceived in an outer way. Here is another suggestion. Lie upon a bed or couch, on the flat of your back, head level with the rest of your body. Then, in so far as you can, relax your arms, your hands, your feet and limbs. When this is done, direct a thought of energy to your right hand. Then quickly think the energy from the right hand up the arm and shoulder, down the chest to the solar plexus. Then instantly withdraw the mind from that and fix it upon your left hand. Follow the same course, withdrawing the energy from that hand and arm and bringing it to the center. Then give no further thought to either hands or arms, but let your mind go to the right foot, withdrawing the energy and drawing it up to the center, and then to the left foot, doing the same thing. Just let your thought travel from the foot, up the limb, and to the solar plexus. Then pay no further attention to feet or limbs. The next thing is to withdraw the energy from your brain. Before doing so, Say to yourself, some such thought as this. I desire to enter into the perfect peace of God, the peace that passeth all understanding. Or, I desire to know more of the universal life and wisdom. Or anything else that represents some strong true desire. Then instantly think that all the force and power in your brain is passing down to your solar plexus. As your head, neck, and shoulders relax, cease to think in so far as you can. Thought pictures at first may float before your mind, but make no mental effort. By and by all consciousness of material things will pass away. During the first efforts to accomplish meditation, people often fall asleep sleep lasting anywhere from 5 to 20 minutes. On awakening, you will likely be greatly refreshed. But in real meditation, there is a condition which might best be termed as a trance, one where there is an ecstasy of feeling, but wherein there is no thought of consciousness, or at least none that words can express. There is often a wonder of color and a harmony of sound, but in a way that seems to transcend the senses. In coming out of this condition, you should never think of getting up at once, because the force is all at the center of your body. And before getting up, the energy must be sent back to the different parts of your body. This is done best through thought and breath. Very slowly begin to breathe in. The control of the breath must be done from the diaphragm. With the first outgoing breath, slowly exhaled, imagine the energy going back to your head and brain. Feel the strength of your neck and head. Inhale another breath. As you exhale it, send the energy, by thought and feeling, into your left leg and foot. Inhale another breath. And do the same thing with your right foot and then to your left arm and hand, and then to your right arm and hand. Then take three breaths, and as you exhale leech, feel that energy is radiating from the center to every part of your body, just as the sun radiates light and heat. On arising, you will now feel thoroughly renewed and invigorated, full of energy and power, both in mind and body. No task, however great, will seem beyond your strength. You will know that you can do what you will to do. Thus, from 15 minutes of meditation, you can get more refreshment and greater invigoration than from two hours of the most restful sleep. We enter into this state of meditation alone. No one can go with us, nor is it possible for us to go with anyone. It is a communion of the individual soul with the infinite soul, of which it is a part. In this condition, we realize the oneness of all life and love. The person who isolates themselves from the rest of humanity in order to advance their own spiritual welfare stands in the way of their own development. Both Jesus and Buddha showed the way in which to live a true spiritual life. For them, receiving meant giving. The last was necessary to the first. We only retain what we have by giving it away. The more we give, the more we have. That is, if we give to fill genuine desires and needs in others. I would urge everyone who has true spiritual aspirations, to cultivate meditation, not because you alone will be benefited, but because you can thereby be of the greatest help and assistance to others. Remember that the soul and mind are ever-unfolding latent powers and possibilities, and that it is through such unfolding that the outer world continually becomes new. Thus we should always seek first this kingdom of God within, for by doing so we shall have entered into the real riches of life, the riches which embrace a full knowledge of the law of cause and effect. True self-mastery will then be attained, and we shall at last have gained dominion and power over our life.